so earlier in haridwar and rishikesh also the river was really uh, bad and in a really bad condition but now they've made sure that in haridwar and rishikesh all the industries they've moved away from river ganga and all those uh, uh, industries which are there by the coast of the river they've told them very clearly that these are the guidelines that you have to stick to if you're uh, you know putting your water in the river then make sure that it it follows certain guidelines the worst part which i am worried about is um, like air pollution so right now the first thing that we started capitalizing which is a free resource was water so water is a free resource we we, we were never supposed to you know sell it it was available to us by nature but we've polluted our rivers we've polluted all our natural drinking water and now we're selling it and people are buying it air it's a free resource but now it's getting so polluted and so like it's getting really difficult to live in these cities so the next thing which could be sold would be air yes. and i mean i'm really worried about the future generations because the quality of life it has decreased Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Reverse Talk. I am your host Ravya Sada and today on our show we have Avantika Mathur. She is very conscious about sustainability. She is an activist and a pageant aspirant who works with Climate Save Movement, a global organization which has its chapter all over the world. Their aim is to educate people about the impact of animal agriculture on our climate and to make plant-based food more accessible to people. So please welcome अवंतिका माथुर हे अवंतिका वेलकम टू रिवर्स टॉक सो हाउ आर यू डूइंग टुडे यू आर ग्लोइंग हाय राव्या सो आई एम डूइंग ग्रेट एंड हाउ आर यू डूइंग आई एम एब्सोल्युटली फाइन आई एम एब्सोल्युटली फाइन अवंतिका you know since a long time i wanted to talk about um animal agriculture and climate change and today is the day we are talking about uh, about the subjects because uh, especially about animal agriculture because there is so much of uh, conflicting information out there um on uh, media right in media there is there is a lot of information but it's conflicting so uh, let's do some heavy lifting with you yes definitely Okay, Avantika, tell me one thing. The world is getting hotter and hotter day by day. Okay, and we humans are responsible for it. Here, I wanted to know from you what is global warming, and uh, is global warming real? So, um, I'll start by telling you what global warming really is. So, like like you said, that uh, basically the global warming happens because of human activities. Mm-hmm. So. first we'll talk about greenhouse gases because that actually causes global warming so gases like carbon dioxide methane nitrous oxide all of these are greenhouse gases okay. so they basically go up into the atmosphere and they form a layer mm-hmm. and because of that the heat gets trapped okay so the earth we whatever we humans are doing uh, burning of fossil fuels transportation industries all of these create heat mm-hmm. and that cannot escape if the greenhouse gases are making a layer on top so yeah. all of that heat gets trapped and it creates that global warming that we call call it today so okay. that is global warming and definitely it's real like we can all experience <laughs> it 
um the temperatures are rising and our planet is becoming hotter and hotter every year it's breaking all records so definitely it's real yeah and um we are responsible for it right we humans are responsible for it definitely definitely it's basically human induced okay so a global problem requires a global action uh but the climate change here when we are talking about there is a yawning gap between action and ambition um what are we actually doing to fight uh with the climate change so if i talk about uh government led actions mm-hmm. so there have been few government uh, schemes or plans that they have so okay. number one being uh, you know swachh bharat how it all started uh, then you know it it came with a shifting to uh, renewable resources of energy and that was a solar power project and mm-hmm. it's actually doing very good i think that is one project which is doing great because uh, you know the solar power uh, project has uh, you know spread all across india even uh, universities schools all of these have started shifting towards uh, you know solar power plants so these are like few of government plans again there is this government plan of plastic ban which was supposed to happen by 2022 but unfortunately we cannot see any of its implementation right. so yeah these are some of government scheme but again we can not completely rely on government schemes because mm. as you can see the, uh, our government said in 2019 um our respected prime minister he he announced it on 15th of august that by 2022 there will be a complete blanket bla- blanket ban on single use plastic but yeah. again like today today it's uh, about to we're about to start 2023 and still there is uh, no ban on single use plastic right so that is why we cannot completely rely on our leadership and we have to take certain individual actions as well Okay. so there are certain individual actions that we can do like you know cutting down on single use uh, plastic and uh, you know switching to a a plant based uh, diet is one thing that we can do reducing our consumption okay mm-hmm. so uh, what is the major cause of all these uh, climate change and all of this because we're consuming way too much right. so to c- consume less so you know these are certain individual actions we can take we can also take uh, community based actions mm-hmm. so community based action could be like we can we were having mcd elections which is a municipal committee elections right uh, in delhi right now mm-hmm. so what we can do is we can uh, gather our our colony people or our uh, mohalla people or our society people and we can say okay uh, these are the demands that we should ask our leaders right so you can just uh, because you know those um, people who are standing up for the election they they come to your house and they say please vote for us right. so you tell them okay these are our demands these are we 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 assure we assure that you'll get 100 votes from our society but you have to promise that this has to be done right. so you know you can ask for you know segregation of waste or having a community compost pit so these are certain demands which we can ask them so you know leaders are there to serve us but we need to ask them so these are certain things that we can do on our own right so stand up on yeah. ourselves right and ask them yes yes right. definitely but is this happening do you see this happening yeah actually there are a few uh, communities in delhi itself 
they have started doing this but on a very smaller scale uh, like people have uh, started uh, rainwater recharge projects in their community people have started composting pits but f- only for like a smaller community but it's doable it's doable so that that's what we're saying just for it to happen we n- need community based action and also with the help of the leadership it can actually happen so yeah yes it's possible uh, what changes uh, you worry about avantika i mean uh, do you worry about your future do you worry about uh, the future generation uh definitely i mean i live in delhi so uh, you <laughs> must have heard it on the new- news that oh air is so polluted it's it's the most polluted city and most polluted capital so yeah definitely i get worried about my health and even the future generation so the worst part which i am worried about is um, like air pollution so right now the first thing that we started capitalizing which is a free resource was water so water is a free resource we 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 were never supposed to you know sell it it was available to us by nature but we've polluted our rivers we've polluted all our natural drinking water and now we're selling it and people are buying it now the second thing i'm worried about is air it's a free resource but now it's getting so polluted and so like it's getting really difficult to live in these cities so the next thing which could be sold would be air yeah. and i mean i'm really worried about the future generations because the quality of life it has decreased you know in in summers i remember my summer uh, summers that we used to go out and play for hours but now in delhi we had you know red alert for the summers that no one should be allowed to go out uh, because they can get a heat stroke because it was 45 degrees right right so the quality of life is reducing right okay yeah and when we are talking about the quality of life here um let me ask you one question our elders you know our elders keep talking about uh, uh, the uh, the climate change kehte hain na ki jab bhi aap kisi elder se baat karo na dada dadi anyone so they'll be yeah. like hawa pani badal gaya hai you know pehle jaisa nahi rahe pehle jaisa khan paan nahi raha hai these are the things they talk about right they have seen the environment changing they have seen uh, the animal behavior changing the food and mm-hmm. weather changing uh, do you remember elders talking to you about uh, these changes definitely i mean um, my grandparents would constantly tell me stories about their childhood where you know they they used to play in the field and they would bathe in the rivers and things like that but now i cannot imagine bathing in yamuna because it's <laughs> completely polluted and full of toxins and also they keep telling me ke oh matlab har saal garmi badh rahi hai itni to humne kabhi apni zindagi mein nahi dekhi garmi har baar itni garmi ho rahi hai so you know things like that you keep hearing from them so even if they don't know what climate change really is but they've experienced it they've seen it they've seen it changing but we are the people who needs as you rightly said you know we need mm-hmm. to stand because when you're talking about yamuna river i remember uh, mathura vrindavan there are like um, thousands of people uh, you know uh, coming for uh, krishna temple darshan and yamuna ghat par to agar aap dekhoge to kya nahi hota hai wahan par jage naam par exactly there are i mean aap kis tarah yamuna ko toxic kar rahe hain 
definitely definitely so you know all of these things need to be taken care of and uh, it 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 is actually responsibility of citizens as well as the leadership it it can only happen with the combined effort one person cannot do it only when a whole community comes together change can happen how can we how can we bring a change uh, like when we talk about yamuna river when we talk about rivers especially you know mm-hmm. what are the changes uh, we should bring what precautions uh, so- take because how, how can you stop people you know mm-hmm. uh, we yeah. are so much attached to uh, our culture and tradition um, how how is that even possible aap ganga ghat par dekhiye aap yamuna ghat par dekhiye a log you know yeah i think i think that is that is the major thing so people are connected to the rivers right. so we need to actually uh, especially the people from villages and uh, people from smaller areas mm-hmm. they they don't understand uh, you know the difference between a a flower patal which is biodegradable and something made of plastic they think mm-hmm. okay it's, it's river will take care of it it's fine but uh, you know because they're so connected with the river i think we can message it like we should protect our rivers so i think people will understand if we message it like that mm-hmm. so you know we can also there are also river rejuvenation projects that are happening so which are industries which are uh, near the river coasts mm-hmm. so they need to actually be held responsible so if you're putting in in your waste inside the river then mm-hmm. at least purify it enough so that it's not toxic right. so that is what happened in uh, you know haridwar and rishikesh so earlier in haridwar and rishikesh also the river was really uh, bad and in a really bad condition but now they've made sure that in haridwar and rishikesh all the industries have moved away from river ganga and all those uh, uh, industries which are there by the coast of the river they've told them very clearly that these are the guidelines that you have to stick to if you're uh, you know putting your water in the river then make sure that it it follows certain guidelines mm-hmm. and because of that now the river has you know changed mm-hmm. so when i remember uh, i used to go there a lot um, to rishikesh and haridwar as a kid so there was a time when when uh, in haridwar and rishikesh the river was really polluted but now you can see it in blue and green color in rishikesh it's really beautiful so yeah i think changes like this can actually help absolutely absolutely we, we as you know human beings and people i know bhavnaye judi hui hai but we need to take care otherwise future mein kaise hoga true acha let's talk about um, animal agriculture animal agriculture what is animal agriculture and how uh, are what what are the role uh, animals play in agriculture so i'll tell you basically what animal agriculture is mm-hmm. so animal agriculture is basically the commodification of animals right so we are basically raising animals mm-hmm. for you know their flesh their eggs their milk their skin which is leather or their fur so that is basically animal agriculture raising animals for you know different kind of products so uh, that is basically animal agriculture and what was the second part of the question you asking what is the role of um, animals in agriculture because agar hum so, jab agriculture ki baat karte hain um, all we know <laughs> is uh, in simple words like uh, farming se kuch related <laughs> right uh, but uh, <laughs> when you are uh, broadening this answer if you can you know just talk about mm-hmm. 
ஆனிமல்ஸ் so basically that was the use of animals during that time it, definitely it was used for milk and meat and uh, eggs as well but not as much as it's happening today okay. so uh, yeah the use of animals has increased drastically over time so um, if we compare it to the past times uh, it was a luxury to consume you know milk products or meat or it was it used to be considered a luxury but mm. now it it has become a household thing so use of animals has become you know drastic it, it has drastically increased so that is how it is different from uh, the past true true uh, as you said that you know the uh, use of animal has been increasing mm. but tell me one thing what is the problem uh, faced what is the most common problem faced in animal agriculture so if if i talk about animal agriculture and climate change okay. they're they're uh, very like closely connected mm-hmm. so after uh, fossil fuels we all know fossil fuels are you know the cause of uh, uh, carbon dioxide emissions and greenhouse gas emissions and we all know it we all accept it but after fossil fuels it's animal agriculture which is the largest producer of greenhouse gases mm. which we often fail to understand or make that connection correct because because the use of animals has grown so much the amount of uh, greenhouse ga- gases emitted by those animals so basically uh, animals uh, they uh, they uh, emit uh, methane gas right so when their digestive processes are happening so they um, emit uh, methane gas and methane is a very very strong greenhouse gas it's even stronger than carbon dioxide because a lot of people think oh carbon dioxide is so dangerous and so problematic but methane is three times more stronger than that okay it stays in the in the atmosphere for a lot longer than carbon dioxide does so um, animal agriculture is the main reason behind it so there are almost uh, 17% of greenhouse gases the global greenhouse gases which are emitted by uh, animal agriculture right i don't so think that is any idea about this right uh, like exactly much about this thing exactly so because it is such a political thing so it, it's not really talked about because uh, see earlier when people were talking about fossil fuels still you know the politicians tried to push it down they were like no 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 it's not doing that nay nee, fossil fuels are good because it was giving them money it was making them money so that is why they were trying to push it down but now it is a proven fact that okay fossil fuels are responsible for global warming it's creating greenhouse gases but animal agriculture it, it is proven that animal agriculture is the second largest uh, emitter of uh, greenhouse gases after fossil fuels 
so so a lot of uh, scientists and a lot of people are talking about it but it is not as widely talked about <laughs> yes okay so um, avantika tell me one thing when we are talking about animal agriculture and you know um, there, there is a lot of discussion about this we can talk about uh, but some time back uh, we heard a lot about this this disease um cow right uh, lumpy virus i think lumpy virus yeah 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 yes and this had become yes. uh, the epidemic in our country which mm. killed more than 60000 head of cattle and uh, and there was also a rumor there was also a rumor that it can be transmitted to humans too is this true so um as you said that uh, lumpy skin disease basically it's a virus which is causing skin disease in cows and it's extremely deadly it's fatal so it can transfer from one cow to another it's a trans- transferable like communicable virus but uh, fortunately there has been no uh, evidence that it has transferred to a human yet but uh, you know it is transferring to cows mm-hmm. and you know see the thing about animal agriculture now is it's so intensive mm-hmm. that one thing definitely is that it's causing climate change because of uh, methane em- emissions it's causing pollution but the other thing is it's also causing diseases mm-hmm. i'll tell you why because the animals that are raised for uh, their flesh or for their milk they're kept in such conditions which which are really terrible so a lot of diseases can come from that like we just experienced covid it, it was a zoonotic virus and it came from animals there there are a lot of viruses which can transfer from animals to humans and it it is happening because of how these animals are kept how these animals are raised for food and animal agriculture is also so climate change with climate change there, there will be these raising problems of you know constant um, epidemics pandemics disasters so right. all of these things are interconnected but yeah. but uh, we don't think about it right we need to start yeah. about a future because this this was a really deadly um, epidemic in cows definitely definitely that was in cows and like two years back it happened in humans also covid and uh, it, it's not gone yet it's still there it's happening oh, there was also long time back um, rats ki wajah se bhi hua tha definitely there, there are different kinds of uh, you know plagues which happen because of animals like um, h1n1 happens because of uh, which is the swine flu which happens because of pigs so a lot of these viruses come from animals so uh, it's not because those animals are you know dirty or there there is some problem in those animals but because they're kept in such conditions which are terrible there is no hygiene the animals also they keep getting sick because mm. of that so that is why you know animal agriculture is a huge problem right now so tell me one thing um, i mean when we talk about um, uh, the situation these animals are kept in there there is a lot of animal food available in the market um people yes. it's nutritious also and it's nutritious mm-hmm. also especially uh, it's important for livelihoods and diets mm-hmm. and 
but uh, mm. but you know when we talk about beef production mm. uh, forest are still uh, being cut down and people mm. say uh, they are switching to eat more plants and they are cutting down to meat consumption but mm. this, this is not happening we see despite mm. of this uh, contradictory uh, straight statements we see people mm. eating uh, more of wheat meat Hmm. So, do do you think? I mean, what do you think? How does this beef production uh, cause greenhouse emissions? Hmm. So, I'll tell you in a very simple way. So, if we are raising an animal for food, right? Uh, that animal will need food. That animal will need water to grow a certain size because they kill an animal when it reaches a certain size, a certain age, right? Okay. so for that animal to reach that so certain age kill an animal okay yeah yeah of course meat. for meat they they kill an animal right so uh, for that they they feed that animal they give the animal a water uh, they give that animal water right so uh, all that food you need land to grow that food right and then you need water also so so it's very resource intensive right mm. so you'll need ra- land to grow their food you'll need land to to raise those animals as well okay right right so a lot of land is used for that and because of that a lot of forests are being uh, cleared so in south america this is a very common uh, phenomena the amazon forests which are known as the lungs of the planet they are being cleared so that land can be you know used for animal ranching which is you know cattle ranching basically raising animals for food or uh, growing crops for uh, for the animals right so to create grazing lands for these animals forests are being cleared mm-hmm. right so this is a huge problem and again methane emissions is one of the other factors so all of these things are there again another there is another thing which uh, you know people don't know about that is the waste these animals produce it's it's a, it's in a huge quantity that these animals produce their waste mm-hmm. only a certain amount of these this waste can be used you know for certain other activities as uh, you know um some people in the village use it to make those kandas and you know they burn it during the winters right, right. but only certain amount can be used in the cities it cannot be used mm-hmm. so it's mostly dumped in the river mm-hmm. and because of that rivers are also getting polluted so all of these problems are happening because of animal agriculture and beef production not only beef production it's all these animal industries if we talk about poultry or if we talk about dairy or if we talk about because dairy and beef are like the same thing mm-hmm. because dairy cows when they stop producing milk they're sold for beef the buffaloes which are stop which stop producing milk are sold for beef so you know this is kind of a cycle correct and we don't even have knowledge about it yeah and you know this is one part of it even for the fisheries uh, you know in western ghats mangroves forests are cleared mm-hmm. just for uh, shrimp farming mm-hmm. so okay. they they farm shrimps there and they cut down the mangrove forest and mangroves mangroves are really important because they help you know uh, when the tides are high and when there is a tsunami like situation they help 
prevent the the tides to reach the city mm-hmm. so it's a very important uh, you know defense mechanism and people are actually cutting down those forests for shrimp farming so certain things are happening which you know we don't know about okay okay so uh tell me something should we all stop eating beef or non-veg for climate change see i believe that it's already 2023 mm-hmm. and in today's time we do not require to you know we do not require animals for any kind of uh, our requirement we don't need them for our nutrition we don't need them for our clothing we don't have to depend on them anymore we have developed so many technologies we have plant based uh, meats in the market we have plant based milk in the market and you know now we have lab grown meats as well that our our technology is moving so fast so i believe that we do not need to depend on animals anymore in any form so so that is what i believe that we need to move towards a more plant based future so that our you know our children our communities they can have a more happier and healthier life and future a more cleaner and greener right so if we envision our future we envision it in a green beautiful clear blue sky clean rivers and everyone is happy healthy eating fruits but it's, we we do not see it like uh, animals blood and and killing no no right so that is why i believe that in the future uh, we do not need to you know exploit animals anymore mm-hmm. well said well said avantika tell me uh, which animal produces uh, uh, or has the biggest carbon uh, footprint so if we talk about which animal product so if we talk about meat meat has the biggest carbon footprint that that we can think about again that i told you everything's footprint is calculated because how much water does it require how much land does it require how much transportation does ha- does it has to has to do before it reaches our uh, plates so all of the these things if we calculate it the maximum resources are used to you know uh, for meat and animal products if even for dairy it it is very resource intensive so yeah if we compare it with uh, plant based food all animal products have a higher carbon footprint or a ecological footprint right right and how come you know human lifestyle has changed so dramatically and drastically Definitely. over the say uh, consumption of meat has increased uh, over the period of as you said right throughout the world right. Yes, definitely, definitely. So there is this trending change how people eat globally. Yes, yes, definitely. But I think another change is coming. Definitely, uh, there are more people uh, who are getting more conscious about it. And it's not just about climate; it's also about your health, your own mental well-being and physical well-being. Because just imagine, we all are made up of energy, right? And if an animal is killed, uh, a lot of negative emotions are uh, you know developed in their bodies like fear or anxiety and when we consume these dead de- dead animals all of these negative energies are coming into our body and it will then create more diseases and more uh, mental health issues and you know obviously it will affect us so that is what i believe that you know the 
these things are uh, affecting people and people are getting uh, conscious about it as well so you know change is coming slowly <laughs> yes 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 let's talk about pets okay um, i had a question in mind here that when when we bring a pet in our home into our home uh, majority of us uh, you know uh, do a homework on topics like how to train the pet and you know their eating behavior or training or socializing uh, nobody thinks about uh, you know the death of a pet correct but unless it's a senior dog or um, with a disability but uh, uh, what should one do uh, when your pet life has come to an end because we rarely uh, you know talk about this topic what can Definitely. one do? yeah so uh, i think uh, when a companion animal comes into our life we sort of become so attached to them they become a family member right so you know when it's time for them to go it's very heartbreaking and it's actually really difficult for the animal as well because they're in pain and it's really difficult so the best that we can do is give them comfort be with them in their last moments and you know just so that they they feel okay i was loved in this life right so when they're about to pass away or when they're in their last moments just be with them give them comfort and i think that's the maximum we can do for them true the loss of a pet is never easy definitely it isn't you can't calm at that moment uh, because it's a sudden agar koi sudden illness hai ya you know sudden death hai you need to be very calm at that moment Avantika, we have come to end our end of our uh, session, end of our podcast. Uh, before that, you know, two more questions I would like to ask you here. What do you think, um, as an individual, we can do to help climate change? So there are certain actions that we all can take. So you know, things like uh, reducing our single-use plastic that I already told. Again. please reduce your animal intake you know reduce it cut it down switch to more plant based alternatives there are so many alternatives in the market and yeah. um, and you know the the other things that we can do which can make a huge huge difference is that we can you know uh, start asking our leaders yeah. for change you know uh, write a letter to them email them tweet them even uh, companies you can ask companies for uh, change you know a lot of people what they have done is uh, they you know uh, write emails to certain companies that you know you can you make this packaging a little better and give them suggestions uh, with that and a lot of companies do take these suggestions and will they work on it uh, you know uh, i remember back uh, in uh, it happened with amazon a lot of people wrote to them that uh, you know you need to uh, switch your packaging if they're using a lot of plastic in it and now they they have cut down on plastic and they they are trying to make it more sustainable every single time okay. so that's how change can actually happen it, yeah it it actually takes just one person to inspire change yes yes and somebody has to take that charge right because so much occupied in our work in our regular life we are like theek hai hum humko hame pata hai 
कि क्या करना है बट हम करते नहीं है डेफिनेटली what change are you bringing in towards this greener and sustainable lifestyle uh, i am currently working with an organization called climate safe movement and i am the head of uh, delhi chapter so what we are doing here is um, firstly we are actually educating and spreading awareness about climate change so we go to schools colleges we taking a lot of sessions with them and what they can do as you know young leaders so you know how you can create change because first you need to educate and inspire people right so that is one thing we are doing um then again we have uh, a treaty a global treaty which we have uh, you know started the our organization climate safe movement it's called the plant based treaty okay. so this is a global treaty and we are trying to get as many people to sign it as possible yeah. right so um we are trying to make this treaty go national so um, recently we had the cop 27 in egypt which is the you know the conference which which happens uh, for uh, climate change uh, so there we actually had a, a word with the environment minister and they they will be you know uh, having a meeting with us so we are planning to you know make this a national uh, treaty and encourage more people to you know have more plant based food and cut down on animal products so that's what we are working on we're also working on building curriculum for uh, children young children so we've already made a curriculum for uh, children in cambodia hmm. so it's called the compassionate citizens of tomorrow so that's the name of the book so we're also um, we are also working on a, a version which would be introduced here in india so you know through these uh, little exercises and messages you know these children can inculcate these certain practices and um, actions through which they can you know be more uh, active and sustainable in in their uh, life or in their future right. so what i have personally changed in my life i think i have changed a lot since uh, 2018 um first thing is i have cut down on single use plastic as much as i can there there are so many uh, wonderful brands which have come up with such good products mm. which are sustainable so all of these uh, you know companies and these uh, brands try to support these brands so i usually switch to i have switched to these brands and um, the other thing that is the major thing which i have done is uh, I, i am uh, a vegan now uh, so that is what i do uh, i am an activist i speak up for uh, animals as well as for the climate so um, these these are the few changes that i have made i have also started composting and you know these small little changes but we are actually working towards a bigger huge change Correct. Yes. How are you com- composting at home? How are you doing it? So um, basically, I have this huge uh, 
uh, trunk kind of a thing it's it's like a uh, it, it it was a drum basically and i kind of cut it up okay. and um, i put my wet waste basically all the kitchen waste goes in, into it and then i have sawdust and then i collect dried leaves you know during winters it's very readily available if you go into parks and uh, places you you can get dried leaves very easily and sawdust you know because sometimes in rainy season or in summer season you can't get dried leaves easily so sawdust i have sawdust so whenever i put one part of uh, wet waste i put one part of that brown in it so it could be crushed uh, leaves crushed and dried leaves or it could be sawdust okay. so i just put all of that and then you know just keep mixing it and mm-hmm. just cover it up mm-hmm. don't forget to cover it up right so yeah that that is that, it's really it's it's really simple and now you know uh, on amazon you can find um, composting kits and mm-hmm. they have this powder called remix powder where, where you just sprinkle this powder over it so it will break down your food even faster oh Okay. Yeah. So, so you know, Wonderful things idea. are happening. Yes, things are happening, yeah. and um, uh, we are bringing the change. So it's it's a wonderful initiative, I must say. And when when you talk about uh, you know cutting down meat, um, I would like to tell the audience uh, this one thing also that consuming uh, non-veg food, you know, people think uh, especially the gym goers like protein intake बहुत जरूरी होता है, but uh, this one information is also very important ki animal jo protein hota hai hamari body ko jitna chahiye usse zyada hai it's a lot and that is why there comes these issues like digestive problems and acidity correct yes i agree even a lot of um, problem you know these uh, animal based foods are uh, all rich in uh, you know bad fats they have a lot of cholesterol in them Hmm. so consuming them actually increases cholesterol in us and it creates health issues like you know heart problems blood pressure diabetes so all of these are linked towards you know high consumption of animal based foods hmm. and so you know just reduce try just reducing it and fading it out <laughs> slowly a piece of advice from uh, you avantika you are a patient aspirant also and um, you know these are the small steps you are taking towards the change uh, what is one piece of advice you would like to give um, uh, to the gen z to the gen z okay so uh, i definitely have uh, i definitely have an advice for for the gen z and that is you know it's definitely you know climate change is there it's here it's happening it's happening fast so we all need to act right now because you know uh, i might survive but you know the gen z they have to suffer it for a lot longer time so we all need to you know start taking actions however small it may be you know uh, even just start start doing something okay just maybe eliminate single use plastic you know cut down on it or you know just reduce your animal uh, intake so it could be reducing your meat intake reducing your milk intake uh, so just switch to plant based alternatives you know maybe try uh, uh, plant milk for a change you know the products like you know uh, these plant based meat uh, they act hmm. taste like uh, proper non veg meat you know yeah yeah so, exactly 
so if the the taste and texture and everything is the same it's just a matter of choice now so just choose the better version is what i would say and you know slowly it's coming into the market and i'm sure within a year or two we'll have so many different um, alternatives to um, animal uh, products that we won't even need uh, animal products anymore right. so that's my message to the gen z that you know uh, do whatever you can whatever ways you can because we need each and every step each and every step counts guys so yeah okay thank you avantika thank you so much for coming to our show thank you for your time and audience here i would like to say that please follow what avantika is saying because it's important to uh, take these small steps we are the future and we are bringing the change so yes thank you avantika thank you again thank you so much ravya for inviting me to your show and i loved being here Thank you so much until next time <laughs> bye yes bye